We present Who Done It by Neil Robinson, read by Jim Newbury. The world famous Flemish detective adjusted his carnation and stroked his extravagant eyebrows with a well manicured index finger. He relished these denouements when all of his cogitations came to fruition, though not, of course, before a large number of people had met a particularly grisly end. He cleared his throat, at which the assembled ceased their nervous chatter and turned to face him. I say, old chap, said Major Coleman before Diogenes Flambert could speak, the diminutive sleuth looking very put out by the interruption. What's your game, old man? the Major continued. Why have you summoned us all here to the library? A damned impertinence, I call it. I will, I assure you, make all clear, Flambert said. Those with nothing to hide need not fear the genius of Diogène Flambert. Modestly as ever his greatest attribute. But, Major, that cannot be said of you, can it? You were not, uh, as you told Inspector Sushi, sound asleep in your bed the night Dr. Ebony was murdered. We know this because you are seen crossing the landing just before midnight to enter the boudoir of Madame Blanche. Is that not so? The Major spluttered. <laughs> Who says so? he demanded. You? You didn't arrive here until the following morning. C'est vrai, conceded Flambert. When Inspector Sushi called me in to, how do you say it, solve the case inside his very nose? No, it was not I who saw you, Major Common, but Father Verdigris, as he returned from the chapel. That's right, said Verdigris, as the Major floundered. Except, mon ami, said the dapper detective, giving his eyebrows an extra flick and addressing the reverend. Miss Redman here tells me you left the chapel at precisely 11.30. She checked her watch as you departed, meaning you have a full half-hour unaccounted for between half-past eleven and twelve o'clock. Oh, really, monsieur, the clergyman protested. And it is the likewise for Miss Redman herself, continued Flambert. By her own admission, she too has also the half-hour missing. Oh, Monsieur Flambert, murmured Miss Redmond, I told you before, I took a late-night stroll in the garden with Principal Peach. Indeed, mademoiselle, sighed the detective. And yet, Principal Peach has it that he took that very same walk, not with you, but with Lady Peewit. Okay. Oh, exclaimed a startled Lady Peewit, but that cannot be right. And she slipped into deep thought. Quite so, madame said Flambert, and so it is that every one of you had something to hide after all. Father Verdigris with his addiction to the cocaine, with which he was supplied by Dr. Ebony. Ah, but yes, monsieur, Flambert put in quickly, as the minister rose to object. It is so, is it not? And Miss Redman, as the late doctor's only relative, his third cousin once removed, to be precise, she it was who stood most to gain from his demise. Now listen here, harumphed the Major, leaping to Miss Redmond's defence. Ah, yes, Major Coleman. But then 
it was your affair with Madame Blanche that provided you with reason to kill the doctor when he too showed an amorous interest in her, le crime passionnel, as we call it in novels such as this. I say, old man, steady on, interjected Peach. Don't you think you're going a bit far? As for you, Monsieur Peach, do not think Flambert has not noticed your special interest in Lady Pewitt. When you learnt that the late doctor was blackmailing her, having discovered she was not quite the lady she seemed, you had reason enough to kill him. For, as you said yourself, you were prepared to defend her honour to the hilt. Lady Pewitt began to sob gently, her Adam's apple bobbing accusingly. And of course, Flambert continued, Lady Pewitt too had ample opportunity to meet with Ebony in the conservatory that night and there to stab him through the heart. But do not fret, dear lady. Flambert has not finished yet. Everyone here had both motive and opportunity to murder the not-so-good doctor and his nurse and his secretary and his faithful Labrador. Well, perhaps not the Labrador that, in my inestimable opinion, was the most unforgivable of the crimes committed here at Waddington Hall. He nodded towards his erstwhile companion, Commodore Hasty to indicate that he should be ready to prevent the person he was about to name from fleeing through the French windows that stood inconveniently open. Eh bien, so it is that I, Diogène Flambert, can finally reveal, he paused for dramatic effect. Oh, get on with it, man, demanded Major Coleman, can finally reveal that the murderer is... What? No, it can't end there. Where's the last page? Bloody hell, someone's torn it out. Who do such a thing? I'll never know who killed Dr. Ebony's nurse's secretary and his dog. I should have started the damn thing at the end like some people do. Bloody library books. All stories were produced by Nigel Banks. Sound engineering and editing was by Robbie Burgess. This was an old Dolly production. <laughs>